This is the Sons of Roger podcast. Why the Sons of Roger? Because we all have something in common. We're all brothers. And our father's name is not Messiah. It's Roger. Welcome, 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 brothers and sisters. Uh, should I say that? In any case, welcome to uh, the Sons of Roger's Ro- Sons of Roger podcast. Um, why are we doing this? First of all, let me just outli- outline why we're doing this, and then uh, we'll get to who each of us is. The reason we're doing this is because, as the name suggests, we are all brothers, and we wanted a way to connect um, over the gospel. And to be honest with you, even if nobody listens to this, it's a fun way for us to connect about the gospel and kind of learn together and and bounce off of each other so that's the reason behind it um the name of the podcast the sons of roger jack do you want to yeah well that? i would but i also feel bad about it because it definitely wasn't my idea so dan you you tell us true that. your moment of genius as uh, as, as we think as as to why our, our, the name of the podcast is sons of roger okay so well to be honest we were we were on a zoom call and we were trying to think of names and how, how this podcast is going to work um, and I was just thinking, our name needs to relate to the church, needs to relate to us. And for some reason, I just thought Sons of Mosiah. And then I just thought, change, change it to Sons of Roger, our father's name. And it was, it was one of those moments, wasn't it? There was like, that's it. Yeah, it just flipped. <laughs> we I all mean... cracked up at first. And then we thought, that's probably only funny for us. And then we thought, you know what, even if it only is funny for us, just it sounded it sticks. Right. It's there, stuck. There's and four uh, we're bro- going with it. There's four so, brothers of Mosiah as well. Exactly. Oh yeah, there's four sons of Messiah. There's four sons of Roger. It was too good to, to pass on. So the structure what knowledge, of, of what knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> so the, I mean, the structure of this podcast is we have a, a few different segments that you know probably won't be repeated every single week, week on week, but they will show up from week to week. Um, and those will probably evolve as we go, but hopefully they will elicit some sort of conversation. You know, we're all going to be studying the same topic during the week, and those segments will be based on uh, that topic. So today we're actually discussing uh, God the Father, uh, our Heavenly Father. Uh, but before we jump into that, let's talk about who each of us is. So I'll start with myself. I'm Sam. I'm the oldest of the four brothers. I've been chosen as the host today. because he's got the birth, see... right? <laughs> <laughs> or maybe because they want to see me fail, since we'll probably learn the most out of this first episode. Yeah, it's a case of you take the bullet first and exactly. we'll afterwards. Exactly. Um, I am just graduating from BYU with a finance degree. I'm about to start my job uh, in the city. We're all kind of, well, most of us are in the London area. Um, I live about 45 minutes away from uh, where we all grew up. Uh, I'm Jack. I am the second oldest. And I returned from my mission um, about four months ago. And so I've kind of just been finding my feet and uh, trying to make it make my dream a reality of, of being a full-time videographer. Um, I am I'm 22, uh, coming up to 23. And uh, yeah, just delighted to, to be with my brothers discussing what's most important in life. So that's that'll do for me. Delighted. Big words coming out. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you just maybe have sp- spoken less English than, than us recently. Right? Yeah, it's true. That's true. Delighted so probably bigger words than delighted, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm Ryan, uh, currently a full-time missionary for the Church of Jesus Christ. Um, I was originally serving in the Russia-Moscow mission, uh, and due to visa problems, not the coronavirus, um, I've moved here to eastern Ukraine. And so I am currently serving here. I come back this summer 
but loving it. And I am. So Ryan is currently coming at us live from Ukraine. That's kind of cool. It's crazy. It is kind of cool. Obviously, well, the, not, the cables not live, aren't the best because I mean... the connection is impressive, but <laughs> less than impressive. Because <laughs> the connection is less yeah. than impressive. Yeah. 19 years old, 20 next month. So, yeah. Good lad. Yeah. Uh, I guess that leads to me. I'm the youngest. My name is Dan, and uh, I'm currently living at home and studying at high school. Um, that's about it. Are you really. studying, though? Wow, you know, it's debatable, but... <laughs> I, you know, I, I want to say the same thing, but the sad reality is, is that I think Dan's getting the best grades out of all of us. I mean, I'm, I'm trying the hardest, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's no comment. <laughs> Sam got low. That brings us to our first segment, which is Ryan's segment this week, uh, which is who is most. Yeah, bring it, Bring go. it away, Ryan. All right, so obviously new and starting... Uh, let's get to know us a little bit deeper with some fantastic questions that uh, were kind of hard to think about, but I'm hoping that it will bring some good, good discussion and good insights into who we are and a little bit of the, not rivalry, but I guess who's most kind of brings a, a ranking system to the brothers. Um, but let's, let's jump straight into it. So he's been in Russia for a while, hasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Plus, even before his mission, he was always competitive. So this is always going to have a competitive spell to it. Let's let's hear it, Ryan. Well, there it goes. You know, the most. He was the most competitive. <laughs> yeah, funny. <laughs> All right, number one. Here we go. So, <laughs> Loki offended. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> okay, number one. Here we go. Uh, just a bit of background to this. One thing we all share in common is the love of football and supporting us. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Based in London. uh, And we all have that in common. So the first question is about that. Is who is the most likely to get the Arsenal call up? So this isn't, hang on. This isn't, this isn't just who's. Okay, this is rubbish because Ryan is by far the best footballer out of all of us. He obviously has... (laughs) Orchestrated this question so that we'll talk about how good Listen, he is at football. Let, let me explain. Yeah, let, Ryan me, defense, let me explain please? myself. This is not offended. This is defensive. But the the question, the key to the question, is not who's the best footballer, who's the most likely to play professional football. It's the Arsenal call up. So Sam, maybe you're a little bit too old to get the Arsenal call up. Past your prime. Oh, I'm 25. By the way, I uh, realise that everyone's saying anyway, age. But this is this is the Arsenal <laughs> call up. So. One. Maybe there's a, there's a particular need in the Arsenal team. I don't know the Arsenal team. Okay, I'm, I'm happy to answer this one. Ryan is absolutely the most likely to get the Arsenal call-up. Uh, I for sure agree. Now Ryan like will give you what you wanted. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ryan, who do you think is the most well, likely to get the Arsenal, Arsenal call-up? right now. I'm not watching them. Maybe, maybe we're in dire need oh. for an attacker. All right, next question. All right, next, next question. question. Next question, question next number question. two. <laughs> this is a good one. Who is the most likely to set a Guinness World Record? Dan. Okay, right, yeah. I'm going to take this one. Yeah, I also think And that. I'm not going to take it... Yeah, I'm not going to take it for something cool. I feel like I'd think of something very stupid or find something very stupid mm. and an absolute smash <laughs> it. I, I, <laughs> I, think, I think it wouldn't be something cool. Here's, here's, here's why I give it to Dan and whether that's true or not, I think you've got it in you to do something that's impressive as well as, um, as stupid. Um, but Ra- Dan, Dan is certainly the most adventurous and uh, loves the outdoors and 
is kind of always looking for something to do and therefore i think dan gets gets that one also once he gets an idea in his mind he always he does, does it, it. he's does obsessive it. over it until it's done which is a good a good trait great, great trait good question trait. number okay, three right. who is the most likely to know the scripture reference okay i'll start yeah i'm gonna give this to either jack or sam you have to make up your mind i think uh recently i think jack would have done it but uh over the years i think sam always has a scripture for something he always knows where it is or what it is and i guess that comes with a mission to be to be fair i have my scriptures like I have a few that I absolutely love and I apply to almost everything so I can see why you come across as that I don't know Jack if you had the same thing and Ryan as well but obviously serving in uh, missions where you've had to learn a new language you know my wife Jade she served in an English speaking mission she can quote scriptures like nothing else and I, I, I'm like I don't know hmm now I also don't know I would not say that I'm well I'm well versed in the scriptures I'm very good at kind of quoting without giving reference because <laughs> I never know where they are um but I would, I would, I would be inclined to give this one to Sam just because of his experience, not only just on his mission, which I, I also shared, but then studying at BYU, I think your brain is more academic and remembers things out of all of us. And so I would say Sam's probably more likely to. That's generous. I'll take it though. Yeah, I think it's you. I think I agree. All right, right. Yeah, no worries. I didn't want to comment on that one anyway. Question number five. <laughs> uh, who? Uh, sorry, this is question sorry, number four, not question number five. Question number four. Who is most likely to visit all the continents in the world? Go on, Ryan, take it away uh, then. Mister, I want to give my opinion. All right, well, <laughs> it is we go around, around go the boys and I see Jack with possible work in the future that sees him traveling the world, videoing and, and doing all those things. For example, like which Sam's going into finance. I don't really see him going to Antarctica for any business trips, but I could see Jack going to shoot something in Antarctica. So if we're looking at all the continents... By shooting, we we mean. <laughs> That's what I mean. We mean yeah, filming, filming and producing Sorry for not using some kind the, of thing. The linguistic of, <laughs> of videographers. No, no, no. Shooting's correct. It just sounded quite hard going to Antarctica to shoot True. something. You know, like the polar bears are already quite endangered. I think. I think that's a holistic yeah, I, answer. I'm, I'm just giving this one to Jack. Yeah, I, I think. I think. I think. I, I think I'd be happy to take this one. I think I'm. I'm probably most likely in this. In this in this category. cool yeah, number five yeah. then yeah. last okay. one being the sons of roger podcast who is the most likely to be the favorite son of roger who is the favorite son of roger in short i mean i know the answer let's hear it then. <laughs> go on go on i'd love to say it's me okay i think i take that uh from mum i think i have okay the favorite of, agreed of mum but for the sons of roger has to go to ryan yeah i mean he, they really did so R roger and ryan bonded for many years in the day <laughs> and uh <laughs> and and it's it's been a, a a passion of rogers of our dads for a long time and ryan was really the one who 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 caught that bug of jujitsu and competed at a national level and so there's i think there's there's definitely some biasm towards you um due to those wonderful memories you know traveling to denmark together to compete and things like that but i do think that uh he's very good at hiding it and he shows us all equal love agreed yeah don't worry dad our secret's safe yeah i'm, I'm happy to on. take the uh <laughs> i'm happy to take that one i think i think we've got a close bond well done ryan successful first segment of the sons of roger podcast hey, that's something to be said elegantly 
given very well received beautiful thank you very much okay we're moving on to jack who has posted on at sons dot of dot roger uh instagram page newly created um we're very grateful for our friends and family who have who have followed and jack went on there and posted a poll uh or i I don't think it was a poll i think it was a question in the end yeah over to you thank you yeah so i um obviously with the topic of of this podcast um we're kind of moving now more into um, a gospel-centered um discussion um and obviously the topic being um god the father i posted the question um how do you increase in um your your love of and understanding of god um specifically heavenly father because obviously god is a term that can be used for jesus christ as well um but specifically heavenly father um how do you increase in your love and understanding of him um in the church of jesus christ jesus christ takes center um by design um and i've always found this quite interesting um is is the relationship between between man between us and and heavenly father um and so i and so i was interested to get to hear some some thoughts from some followers of ours so again shameless plug um if you want to contribute to some of these um discussions um give us a follow and uh, and get involved um but there's been some interesting uh, and and inspiring answers to that and so i'm happy to take take the rein in in leading us through that but really we're reading some some responses and and giving our two pence um to each of them um we'll we'll leave everybody anonymous um but one one person the first person said study pray study so an emphasis on on study can you tell us what the question was yeah so the question was um how how do you increase your understanding of and love for heavenly father great question and this person says study pray and study um so here's what's interesting when when i think of study i think there's there's two parts to study that help us increase um in our understanding and knowledge of and love of of god um i think that there's a lot to say for effort i've had many study sessions where i wouldn't necessarily say that i've you know read something new and exciting and it's like wow that's blowing me away but i always feel good after a a study session i always feel like i have done something worthwhile and um as as well as the other side of that being the opposite of that where i have read something new and i have learned something kind of mind-blowing even and it's led to inspired thought and and um i've definitely reaped the benefits of of study um, more so than ever in the last two years but what i mean to say is um even when it seems like in a study you don't get anything out of it i think you'd be surprised at how much you do get out of it Um, because doing something not just for obedience sakes but because you know it's the right thing to do um is teaching you godliness and i think as i study and as i do something that kind of doesn't come naturally it doesn't always come naturally to want to sit down and open your scriptures or to listen to a general conference talk but when you do those things i think you're learning godliness i think you're learning about sacrifice and and priority and above all unselfishness 
Um, and, and so I definitely agree with this. By studying, in an indirect way, I learn about God and his attribute of, of unselfishness and humility um, by doing something that potentially I don't want to do. Um, and also just the straight up, you know, receiving knowledge helps me to become like, like Heavenly Father. Um, and the scriptures describe him in, you know, in great ways. So those are my little thoughts on, on that one. Uh, we haven't touched on prayer. Does anybody have any thoughts about how prayer, this is also um, a, a few other comments has said prayer. Somebody said consistent prayer. Um, and I think prayer is, yeah, very special because we address Heavenly Father directly. So does anybody have any thoughts about, about prayer and how that helps us increase in our understanding and love for God? Yeah, um, I think study and pray, uh, I think of them as two completely different things. But in that that answer of study, pray, study, mm. it's like it, it almost seems as um, study is just just the outline of, of prayer. And maybe that's something I need to improve on in praying in, uh, in inside of my studying. Um, mm. Maybe the prayer is is uh, how we invite the spirit in and how we invite um, our answers in. And then if we study more, then we finally receive the answer. Incorporating prayer into the study. Exactly. Rather than seeing it as two separate things, how how can they be? Bang on. I think think that that encourages pondering, which is what we're taught to do in the scriptures. And and that's where the gems come from studying. So Dan, spot on. Love that. So Ryan, how does pondering then over what you read help you grow in your understanding and love yeah i think god as as i ponder the beauty and the simpleness of the gospel of the teachings of jesus christ who pointed everything to god um it increases my love to him because i can see him in my life i see as i ponder i take what i'm learning what i'm studying and i apply it into my life into the things that i'm experiencing the trials that i'm going through and as I do that, then I can see God's hand in my life and I create that stronger relationship with him through that pondering session, through that that time with God. Yeah. Thanks, Roy. Sam, I want to just, here's what we'll do. I, I want to just hit the most, I think a really important part when it comes to trying to understand Heavenly Father and God and almost the thing that he's given us in much more detail than himself to help us understand him which is Jesus Christ. And then I want to just read one response that we got permission to read word by word by word, um, uh, which is really special. And that'll be the end of this segment. But Sam, Heavenly Father gave us his son, Jesus Christ. And we got many um, responses to the Instagram that said to know, to, to get to know Heavenly Father, they, we get to know Christ. They repent. Um, they, they follow the commandments um, and his commandments and, and, by so doing we become more like him do you have any comments on on jesus christ and how he points the way to the father the thing is so i actually feel quite strongly about this that he is the only way to the father and i think heavenly father's shown a lot of mercy in um in in establishing the method of prayer that we're actually able to talk and address directly our heavenly father in the name of jesus christ because actually when I look across like the spectrum of the gospel, I can't think of almost any other um, experience or, or teaching where actually it's not Jesus Christ. Uh, it's directly Heavenly Father in the name of Jesus Christ. Every other instance that I can think of, you know, the creation, Heavenly Father planned it, Heavenly Father maybe designed it, but it was Jesus Christ who implemented it. Um, 
in terms of giving us an example of, of how to live heavenly father was obviously the perfect um person to to be able to tell us how to live yet he sent his son jesus christ to go and give us that perfect life in every instance of the gospel heavenly father has given that responsibility responsibility to christ to to teach us uh, the, those various things and i don't th- i think you can almost substitute the two you know if you want to draw close to heavenly father draw close to jesus christ if you mm. want to um I guess substitutes the wrong word because you can't do it the other way around, really. Like, if you want to come close to Jesus Christ, become like your heavenly father. Mm. It, it's kind of like a weird paradigm, but at the end of the day, I, I think sometimes um, we separate them a little bit too much. When in reality, all we need to do is worry about one figure, and that is Christ. Mm. And that doesn't belittle um, our heavenly father because it, like he wants that. He wants us to go through Christ. And so, therefore, let's read the Book of Mormon. Let's read the New Testament where we learn about Jesus Christ. Um, you know, let's let, let's do everything we can to learn about what life he, he led and, just as importantly, if not more importantly, the atonement that he performed for us. Because by doing all those things, we learn who our Heavenly Father is because Jesus Christ and Heavenly Father become almost synonymous. Really great thoughts really um understanding and accepting that jesus christ is the only way to the father isn't belittling heavenly father whatsoever more just um coming to a comprehension uh of heavenly father's plan if you look at every time that heavenly father spoke in the scriptures um he himself the very few occasions nearly every time i think every time he presented his son and he said this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased in the case of the baptism or this is my beloved son hear him in the case of the first vision and I find that is incredible um, that he literally points to his right hand man and he says this is my son um, and and he will show you the way and that doesn't belittle him whatsoever um, and I also love that Jesus Christ understands his role <laughs> And he is pointing to his left and he's saying, I am the way to him. And it's this beautiful circle of unselfishness. None of them want to say, me, 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 come to me, come to me, come to me. Heavenly, Jesus Christ says, come unto me and I'll, I'll bring you to the Father, right? The, the be one angle isn't just Jesus Christ. And, and Heavenly Father is just like, hey, this is my son, Jesus Christ, show him. I just think it's amazing, this circle of unselfishness that we see in the interactions between Heavenly There's Father and There's literally like pure humility right there that is just it's wonderful to see i agree yeah thanks welcome um yeah cool okay so we got this really touching response from um a close friend of ours and and i'm just going to read this out just to see this segment off and then uh hand back to sam so in answer to the question how do you increase your understanding of and love for heavenly father he answers uh, I grew up without a dad that had an active role in my life. Learning that Heavenly Father is my father, my dad, and that he loves me unconditionally helped me feel that perfect love he has for me and helped me understand what it's like to be a father. Giving my all into him helped me gain further light and knowledge, trusting him, especially in hard times, that he is a father who cares, who loves and wants me to succeed, and giving me everything I need to do that and much more. He is my coach, my constant, my safe place. He is my dad. And this is somebody who, yeah, I mean, um, has relied heavily on on the role of 
heavenly father to be to be uh, a, a father figure to him um and it was beautiful so thank you very much to everybody that sent in some um an answer to that question helped us um helped us gather our thoughts and our testimonies to present today on the podcast i'm really grateful for that last one because um obviously how vulnerable he was with his with his feelings and the words to describe it but um you know even for those of us who did have fathers um something roger <laughs> roger uh you know who who was an incredible example um it's crazy how much heavenly father still influences the way that i want to you know i'm, I'm actually going to be a father next month um and drop that one the baby's late <laughs> and and you know i'm looking at my earthly father as an example but i'm also looking to my heavenly father as an example and um it, it it's incredible to see that a, a correct understanding of who heavenly father is can even make up for the for for the lack of a, of an earthly father so mm. i'm really appreciative that he shared that it's quite a touching moment honestly okay so uh, moving on to uh different religious beliefs so with our topic being god the father how do other religions see god uh, and the first one that I, I thought about was hinduism and i've done a bit of reading this week so uh hindus worship one being of ultimate oneness I think you pronounce it Brahman, uh, through infinite representations of gods and goddesses. These various deities become incarnate within idols, temples, gurus, rivers, animals, etc. So Hindus, they kind of see God everywhere. Um, and anything that's, you know, uh, nature or representative of an ultimate being, a supreme being, that's God. And there's many of them. There's countless uh, amounts of them. Then you go to um, Buddhism, for example. Buddhism do not worship any gods or God. People outside of Buddhism often think that Buddhists worship the Buddha. However, the Buddha never claimed to be divine, but rather he is viewed by Buddhists as having attained what they are also striving to attain. Mm. Getting out of breath here. <laughs> They're the big words that I was talking about at the beginning of the podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, if anyone knows anything about Buddhism, um, there's this this continuous cycle uh, of life and death. And I'm actually trying to remember what that cycle is called. Reincarnation? Yeah, there's a name. I don't know if the name of it is... Uh, it's not karma either. Mm. Trying to think. But anyway, it, you know, essentially Buddhists believe that, yeah, there's there's a cycle of life and death and that's where the reincarnation comes. And hopefully you're progressing. So you're moving into a higher state of being with each reincarnation and eventually you break the chain, which is what Buddha did. Wow. So that's what Buddhists believe. And then traditional uh, Christianity, for example, I just do three. You know, I looked at Islam as well. Actually, Muslims believe that there's also one almighty God, but his name is Allah. And it's actually very similar to uh, a Christian belief. Hmm. Uh, but we call him Heavenly Father, you know, very similar. And I think we've all had experiences where we've uh, almost bonded with uh, Muslims over that that specific way of seeing God because it's very similar. But something that's interesting is that a lot of Christians believe in the Trinity. In fact, mm. almost all Christians believe in the Trinity. They believe that God, the father, the son and the Holy ghost is one being, uh, who's taken on different roles throughout, uh, different periods of time. You know, when Jesus Christ was on the earth, that was God. That's what, that's what they teach. That's what they believe. Um, Whereas in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we teach that there are three distinct beings 
Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ having a body, uh, and the Holy uh, a body and a spirit, and the Holy Ghost just the spirit. Uh, and when Jesus Christ came, you know, there is examples such as when he was baptized of being able to hear the Heavenly Father's voice distinct from his. I'm not trying to um, say one what one's better, one's wrong, or whatever. Mm. But um, it's, I think it's really enlightening to see the different ways that other religions see God. One, it makes us a lot more tolerable when we talk with other people. Mm. We see where they're coming from. Uh, perhaps we can use language that's uh, a lot more appropriate to kind of include the way that different people see things. Um, but I can't I can't mention without without being grateful for the way that we've seen it and the way that we've uh, learned about it. And, you know, a lot of religions see God as somebody who's far away, distant, can't be contacted, can't be accessible uh a god that should be feared and i'm really grateful that we kind of grew up having that uh belief that he is loving uh mm. that he is approachable through prayer uh and that you know we almost know exactly what he is like because we know a lot about what christ was like yeah i mm. think that um as you just said that about the the god is loving and i love what you mentioned i can't remember which which religion but talking about this steps of progression this consistency of becoming and and that's something that I, I really value with my relationship with Heavenly Father is that that step of becoming, that we can become like Heavenly Father. That's what we believe as members of the Church of Jesus Christ. And, and the more that we come to know God, the more we love Him, the more that we, we keep His commandments, the more we, we understand how He works. And, and I think that just fills our, our lives with enriching and encouraging steps of progression. And for me, that that stays as as a positive thing constantly throughout my life. Because sometimes progression and becoming can be a hard thing. Sometimes it puts you in positions and and opportunities where it is hard. But that that is so positive that we can keep going. That we can love God to the point that we keep His commandments and and we continue to to become on that on that process. Yeah, um, I think uh, with, the, with the whole segment of talking about many different religions and everything, one thing that especially I've noticed from uh, studying religion, both at school and at home, um, uh, the amount of similarities that you see, um, mm. whether that be, uh, and, and there are differences in those similarities as well, yeah. like praying uh, or commandments mm. or you know um, who you follow, prophets, um, charity work, you know. There are similarities in in religions, but there are also in those similarities there are also differences, mm. and I, f I find that so fascinating. And it's something that I still can't get my head around like completely. But it's just it's fascinating the the way that different religions see, um, you know, different I guess segments to mm. to their own religion. Different aspects. Exactly. It's fascinating. That is absolutely fascinating. That within the similarities there are differences because I think what we I think what 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 you're learning what we're all learning is that. Um, everybody's on the idea of God is a very similar thing no matter kind of what religion you're in um, that there is a higher being and that because there is a higher being there is a correct way to live um, there are commandments you know there are things like this but the way that it's you know prayer is performed differently in very in, in various religions and um, you know the idea of prophets is seen differently in in many religions as well like you're saying but the, that overarching theme that there is a god speaks to me the truth that there is a god <laughs> yeah. 
because you know I, th- I, th- I think that's just fun I, th- I think that's fascinating just as you said Dan so thanks for sh- thanks for sharing that um something that struck me um was how little I knew <laughs> and you said the word Sam uh, when you read about the other religions you said um that it helps in our in our tolerance and um and in in our in our Christ likeness and our um about learning about different other, other religions is such a positive thing to do um you know we just spoke about the fundamental beliefs of god how other people in in religions see god that's like step one about learning about a different religion and i didn't know all of that i didn't know all that about buddhists and um so i think it's fascinating um this segment to to learn about different religions and to take something out of it um and also increase in our gratitude for the restored gospel and for the greater light and understanding that we believe to have um and the conviction that we share um so cool thanks um as i was studying this week you know in preparation for this conversation uh, i was kind of like reminded of I, I was trying to think okay wh- who is god at the bare bones of it like how can we like very briefly describe who he is like what does he um you know what's his purpose all those kind of things so you know moses 139 where it talks about the fact that um his purpose is literally for us to have eternal life like for us to be saved and, and everything he does is is to that purpose and objective but the prophet joseph smith said it is the first principle of the gospel to know for certainty the character of god and i thought that was pretty interesting mm. um and, and when it comes to um understanding his character so you so you could say okay well all of these different religions they understand the character of god to be so differently if that's the first principle of the gospel then everyone's getting it wrong oh i mean but i think that actually the 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 fundamental character of god is that he wants us to be saved and he wants us to do the very best with what we have and for for buddhists is buddhism for hindus is hinduism for christians it's christ like we all have different ways of of trying to get back to our heavenly father and if if you really want to understand you know the first principle of uh, of the gospel which is the character of god is that he wants us to come back to him and actually he's going to save us based on our efforts with the knowledge that we have so instead of you know for us who three of us have ser- or two of us have served a mission one's currently serving a mission one probably will serve a mission you know we're we're it would be easy to think oh man if only like people could know about what we believe and everything and like to an extent yes you know we go on missions to teach people who are interested in le- in learning about what we believe and when they do uh, internalize the teachings it's a beautiful thing but we also need to remember that we should instead of thinking like that we should be thinking it is incredible that people have these different ways of coming to God yeah. and we should encourage them to do that and remember that we don't need to judge people because they're trying to approach Spot God in a different on. way to how we know. That first un- that first, first attribute that we learn of the Father is that he's all loving and that he is very, very tolerable <laughs> and that um, he, and he has many ways of achieving of achieving his work and his glory many ways that i'm sure we're not even aware of um in our mortal minds and that is spot on and so what i take out of that is i need to be more like god uh, <laughs> which is an obvious thing to say because like, we all do 
um, in, in being more tolerable, more open-minded, and more loving, full stop, um, to all of God's children, religious, not religious, Muslim, you know, Buddhist, once a member of the church, n- now not, agnostic, atheist. God has a plan for them, just the same as he has a plan for us. And this open-mindedness is the thing that is teaching us most about God. Yeah, yeah we're one. We are... Okay. That's it. We're, we're one. We are all children of, of God. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, on to our last segment of this first episode. Thank was, you for being that, with that us was, so far. That was really enriching. Oh, thank you. Really, Sam, thank you for leading us. In no, that. that was kidding. awesome. I'm taking credit for it. It's but quite, no, it was, what's enriching it is considering other people's beliefs. Yeah, it's lovely. And how they and, and how how they tie in similarly to ours, despite yeah. being so different. Yeah, absolutely. So well, the last segment, if you uh, will allow me to announce it this time, Jack. Sorry, sir. Uh, is Dan. We haven't really come up with a name for this segment yet, but we want to get a little bit creative. In fact, it should be said, with all of these segments we will eventually come up with some sort of catchy name. They will eventually... Potentially. <laughs> no, they will. Oh. I was going to say immortalized, <laughs> but probably the wrong uh, word. We're going to have jingles for them. We're going to have epic names That's for them. That's what I was saying potentially too. The jingles. Uh, you know, we've got to get creative, boys. They're coming. Okay. They're coming. Anyway, whether it's going to be Dan's details, or Dan's <laughs> fun fact, the last segment is over to Dan. TBD. TBD. So, this segment... Um, yeah, as Sam introduced, is Dan's Dance fun fact for now. Um, no. No. Now, there's, there's an attempt, a very honest attempt of a jingle. Honestly, I thought we, uh, we were going to be okay and we were going to find good jingles, but maybe... Uh... Yeah, that doesn't really give us much hope. <laughs> moving on. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Oh so... I wish you could see Ryan's face. He was distraught. <laughs> Go for it, uh... With this fact, I wanted to uh, sort of include everyone, and before I tell you this Love fact... You, Ryan. <laughs> we all do um, so before we start I'd like to ask each of you how many stakes in the UK do you think we have in the LDS church how many stakes so first of all if there are people who aren't members of the church you have wards which is like your your local church where the people who gather there like they're called the ward and then you know eight to ten numbers of wards are grouped together they're called stakes how, how many, many of those we have in the UK? I mean, I, I do have the number for how many congregations too. This is as of the end of December. Another word for ward? Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Um, this is as of the end of December of 2019. So it's it's, it's fairly yeah, yeah. recent. Okay. I w- hmm. Stakes. I would, stakes, I'd go... Oh. Um, 75? Yeah, I was... I, I'll go 47. I 75 sounds higher. I'm going to go... Oh, 35 stakes. So roughly, you think what eight to ten times that for congregations awards, right? So Sam, you said forty-seven. Jack, you said seventy-five, and Ryan, you said thirty-five. So the fact of the week is, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints reported forty-five stakes in the UK, meaning that Sam, you are only two stakes off. Let that marinate. Let that marinate. But I would also like to argue that I was pretty much just as close as sam because i got one of the digits right i said 75 sam said 47 mm. and so i got the five and he got the four so yeah good try mate that's good no i think i'm giving it to sam okay. yeah yeah all right so the fun fact of the week also a little game in there so sam you take that away and 
That's everyone's little fun fact. We have 45 stakes in the UK. Thank you very much. I've been your host. I've been the champion of Dan's details. And uh, thank you. No, thank you. Seriously, though, thank you so much for listening. Um, this is the end of the first episode. And to be honest with you, I imagine this has been the same for all four of us. But as we've been listening, there's like, oh, tweaks we can make here. Or, oh, this isn't exactly the vibe we're going for. Or we need to be more upbeat here. Or, uh, you know, more succinct with our words and, and more clear and, and concise. In any case, thank you very much for listening. This has been the Sons of Roger podcast. Follow us on Instagram at sons.of.roger and we will see you next week.